Welcome to Anime Theory. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> today, today we're really gonna boil down how Ness got into Love and Lies. But this is just a file. So much. An I, Annie file. <laughs> That's just a file. What? what? <laughs> An Annie file. An Annie file. <laughs> Welcome to Annie Files, episode 20, our first podcast covering the winter 2018 season. Only four weeks late. Three weeks late? Some weeks late. Four. Four weeks late. (laughs) (sighs) I'm your host, Ryan, the creepy high school girl who's working for love. With us today, (laughs) we have Chris, the attractive chef who overcooks all the food. Not inaccurate. (laughs) Dean, the old lady who keeps everything running. I can't confirm this. (laughs) The irony of that, actually. We're, we're having some technical difficulties. De- Dean is our is our broken guest here on the podcast. He'll he'll be chiming in sometimes. Hell like, yeah. like I said, the old lady <laughs> who keeps everything running. <laughs> Thanks, Dean. And Jake, the man- manager who apologizes on our behalf and tells bad puns. Haha, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, that wasn't a pun, but it was bad. Uh yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we we have some anime to talk talk about. Um not a whole lot of anime to talk about. I don't know that any of this counts as anime. Alright, good podcast, guys. Um uh, yeah. see you guys next week. <laughs> anime isn't real. Um see you later. We're gonna start a podcast about something that is real. <laughs> After the rain. Uh Jake, do you wanna give us a short description of this show? Yeah, um, After the Rain is is a show that's like Suki Gakirei from last year that's really good, um, except she's like, a sc- she's a schoolgirl, and, and she and she looks kind of bitchy, and she also works part-time at a, a diner or restaurant of some sort, and um, she's really into the manager, who's just like your run-of-the-mill old like 38 year old manager i think they say like 45 or something like that i I don't even i don't maybe maybe they did but he's he's like early middle age and uh she's super into him and that's the show yeah i i was completely sold on this show by the op and then immediately unsold on it when it got super creepy (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think of it as being super creepy in particular. I thought it was just like an interesting way to have a romantic comedy. Like, yeah, that's it's something that I haven't seen before, I, I don't think, of like... <laughs> like main character uh heroine is actually like has like legitimate developed feelings for this guy um and she does go about it in kind of a creepy way but i it seems like a first romance sort of story and i don't know that i'd call them developed feelings like he gave her free coffee when she was taking shelter from the rain and and then she decided to work there and love him yeah okay well i mean 
All right, maybe maybe I have lower standards than you. I was, I was it was a really sweet moment when that happened, and the guy, uh, you know, said it, it sucks when you're just doing nothing, waiting for the rain to stop. So he knew that she wasn't going to return, but he gave her free coffee anyway. Like, it seems yeah, like a that really was... kind and thoughtful thing to do. Yeah, no, that's not what I had problems with. I have problems with her like falling head over heels for him because of that. Oh my god, give me that coffee. Oh, oh, I'm gonna (laughs) smell your shirt. Mm. (laughs) Like, okay, that was weird. But for me... Yeah, the the thing that really set me off is just that, like, she's a high school girl and he has kids, school-aged kids, like... Yeah. yeah, and I don't, I don't know to what extent, like, it, it's obviously not unprecedented to have a relationship with, like, a huge age difference, um, and I kind of gather that that's more common in Asia than it is here in the U.S. Um, I, I don't know, so. though, whether, like, 45 and, like, 16, I guess, is normal. Probably not normal. Yeah, Probably. no, I was I was super sold on this show when I thought it was going to be about the awkward blonde-haired kid in her class. Oh, I was I was dropping that show really hard when it was going to be about the awkward blonde kid in the class. But like, well, it's funny is I I never I never saw that happening actually. Like that was very yeah. clearly to me set up as like the yeah this is the romance that you know it sh- should be normal for a girl her age and it's not going to happen. Yeah, the, the weird thing for me wasn't that she was attracted to some some guy that was older and had a kid, but it was that they like made his character in a way where he was just like. Just like an old manager, dude. Like he was—he's just some—he's just some old guy, and he really genuinely fit that that description. And that's kind of why it was weird, because he had like the he had like the wrinkles around his eyes, kind of, and he just responded in a broken old man sort of way. <laughs> yeah, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I didn't want to be like this is this is weird. Weird. I I just tried to be open minded, but now that y'all are mentioning it, it is a little weird. <laughs> so I, I guess like kind of my feeling about this overall was that um it. Does does a good job of telling you the story of this character who has these feelings so like even if it's weird and even if it doesn't make sense like there's it's actually i think like well done storytelling yeah um oh, yeah and the art's sure. like amazing like i it, at first i was a little bit turned off by the way they drew her face um but then like, the, the the style kind of grew on me a little bit um but like just the the visual storytelling approach the way they edit the way they draw everything um the it kind of has that like deliberate easygoing pace you know it wasn't it didn't Mm -hmm. feel slow it actually like had good pacing to it despite that um i know i felt like it was like a really solid show and then there's kind of maybe that like even a morbid fascination over like the yeah what's going what's going through your head right now sort of thing yeah I like that at the very beginning, uh, they show her listening to the ending theme on her cell phone. <laughs> that was a nice touch. Yeah. It's um, a good ending theme, too. Amor's pretty good. Isn't it? Yes. I, like, ducked my mic gain entirely. Wow. That was... No, it came through very loud. Oh. Well, it sure didn't on the recording, so we're golden, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I don't... Hey! We're using <laughs> Discord now, because I don't know how to operate a computer. <laughs> but um what this show reminded me a lot of was like better high school romance shows honestly like i mentioned before it's like sukigaki rei except it's got this weird like older man fetish thing yeah no i liked everything about this show except that 
that dynamic creeped me out. Yeah, I guess I, I wasn't creeped out by it, but I sure would have. I, I feel like I would have been more hooked into the show if, if it was more natural, I guess. Because it's not, it's not very natural, but I don't know how you could make it seem natural in the first episode either. Like, I, I don't really know. I, I just, I'm more of a vanilla romance kind of guy anyway. I would prefer just <laughs> some straight, straight on high schooler on high schooler action, basically. Yeah, same. <laughs> and I, I feel like, though, the show is setting us up for, um, they're probably going to explore the, like, implications of this dynamic going forward. Right. Um, there's even, like, a little hint there, like, kind of toward the end of, like, he's sort of looking out the window and picturing himself as a young man talking to her. Uh, and he's like, oh, that was a silly thought kind of thing. Which, um, which I thought was super sweet. Like, it, it's really, it, it's a really nice, like the word i'm looking for not 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 it's the opposite of perverted it's pure pure it's a very like pure seeming romance where they just seem to genuinely like each other as people mm-hmm. but and i also kind of get the sense that um mc uh has like a feeling of disconnectedness from her peers um yeah, and that sure, yeah. like the, 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 there's definitely like these implications of this psychological um sort of thing where there's probably something in her past or something in her situation that's like making her kind of feel these feelings for someone who's outside of her peer group um you know they've made references to like you know how she's injured so she's not on the track team and stuff anymore um and so there's probably more to it than just that but um i feel like that does play into it a little bit yeah casey's dad has got it going (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember any of the other lyrics waited for so long nailed it 10 of 10 thanks man (laughs) so i'm not gonna continue this one yeah it was fine for me i I wasn't bothered by the old man aesthetic (laughs) if that's a word that i can use now i guess but it it just man i saw suki gakire recently and that was better it it just was it was it was a better show it was better written and the characters were the same age and like normal (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna continue it either parts of it were really well done i really liked the animation but that mm, yeah that just creeped me out yeah yeah i'm kind of in the same boat i think um it was really well done for what it was and i could see it being interesting i could see it being one of those that um if i was watching it with someone i could probably stay interested but um as for myself i'm gonna drop uh and dean has plunged his uh computer into the uh into the ether so uh we we don't know no, how no feels about this one yeah We'll uh, we'll get his score and post it up with the others. We'll just assume that he's finishing all four of these. (laughs) There you go. Dean gave straight twos all all week. He he was just watching anime like a fool this week. (laughs) Uh, Next up is Beatless. Um, Beatless is like uh, combat chobits. (laughs) (sighs) I had I had a lot of problems with this show. This show was so bad. I went into it like, I can't tell if this is the kind of bad camp that I'm going to like or the kind of bad camp I'm going to hate. Uh, spoiler alert, it's the latter. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my my sort of impression of the show was, first of all, they have like a lot of codified... Um, uh, to use this word in an actually like useful sense, not like a criticism, a, a tropey kind of approach of um, they, they're bringing in all these elements from other kind of like cyberpunk or um, kind of like futurist things like, hey, let's talk about like, you know, AI and sentience. And um, I think they actually had some good like kind of thoughtfulness in there. Um, they kind of just like crammed all these ideas into an episode, though, rather than it, it kind of almost feels like you, you need to have a background in this sort of fiction. Um <coughs> In order to like kind of 
well, not not to follow it, but like you, they they use so many like codified things. It's like okay, I recognize that, I recognize that, I recognize that, um, and then like you kind of have a sense of where they're going with it. But I'm not sure if it would stand up kind of unto itself. Um, and then anything that was interesting about it uh, kind of got ruined by the combat bits with the girls in skimpy clothes. For me, yeah. it was like it, it was oh. like a, I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I I kind of want to give a slightly better description than Chobits with combat. Um, oh, I was about to do that. Oh, then go for it, please, so by it, all means. So it's like uh, Hideo Kojima and uh, and George Lucas got drunk and tried to make Chobits, but like they only had someone like text them the plot summary of Chobits, but it was in like real shorthand. Um, and that's what this show is. <laughs> and they and they got someone great to do the uh, the soundtrack, like yeah, the so, mediocre anime. So this episode. So opens up with like a huge explosion at a building on the outskirts of a city and then there's an attack helicopter flying in and then we get to see some cool drone action and then um hang on i have to move dean back into this channel uh and and then like there's some some robot action fighting and exploding drones kind of um and then there's a whiny ass bitch of an MC <laughs> who like no one in this society thinks that these robots are human, but he does for no well explained reason. And he's just yeah, like, that, that, that kind of went back to me for the um, or for me to that that thing I was talking about, with, like all the sort of cyberpunk tropes of um, they were very on the nose with that. Like, you know, just the character is like, they aren't human, you know, <laughs> or it's like they, they do this because of this, this and this and all that different stuff. And he's like, like, yeah, well, you know, don't worry, but they're like, not people. And you're like, <gasps> so it, it wasn't it wasn't subtle at all. And like kind of setting that up. And I guess like they're trying to like let you know that hey, this is the sort of show it is. Here's the ideas we're exploring. But um, like, but like you can't spend six minutes on being like oh i found a severed arm in a in an alleyway and then your friend is like oh don't worry it's one of these robots let me tell you the name and the reason by it while i'm holding the arm and picking it up because it's a conversational piece because we shouldn't be having this conversation because you've lived here your entire life like <laughs> yeah, no the whole thing yeah was it's bullshit. so stupid like man at least like jojo is my go-to example of like bad storytelling for that but at least jojo was interesting and it was done in flashbacks which honestly i would have preferred for this because this was super fucking stupid yeah so so they have some conversations and they call the police and and we find out that these robots are human except they're not actually human um and then mc's little sister eats all the meat so he can't make dinner so he goes to the <laughs> store so he meets a robot so he walks her home and then all of a sudden flower petals fall, fall from the sky but it turns out the flower petals are bugs and so the robot lady goes insane and a car goes insane and tries to murder him and then a different robot lady shows up but this time it's a cute girl and she's like <laughs> she's, she's like negi form a contract with me and he's like this is the wrong anime <laughs> he's like also, okay yeah, like i I, but in this I, anime, I, get... I do that by touching your boobs instead of kissing you. So he touches her <laughs> boobs, and she saves him from the evil car. And then they go home, and she makes dinner, and it's really good. I thought Negima the, um... was less dumb than this show, man. What the hell? 
I, I like too how like apparently because you you kind of see her as one of the group that is like kind of the I don't know is she is she with or is she against like kind of that terrorist faction? No idea. Um, I thought she was because because she was introduced yeah, with them, them, but then like she I, I think fought she against was, the the pa- the pedals and the car. And yeah, so... and, like it could be it could be that like she's part of that group, but she has problems with some of their methods, and so she's trying to like kind of protect innocence or something like that. Um, yeah, so or she was... it's kind of like a way to get in and to infiltrate. But the the other thing that was weird to me is like if you're a group that's fighting against human oppression then why are you forming a contract to have an owner <laughs> you know yeah the the whole thing is not explained at all so this girl this robot number five out of the the five special robots um she's introduced with the evil three at least and one we don't know really um but in the in the op it looks like the other three or four were like holding her hostage or something and maybe that was supposed to be meaningful so i don't know what a surprise this was a manga so you should probably read that if you want to know what's happening but don't because neither of them are good (laughs) like that's the thing we could talk about what might happen for like 30 minutes but i'm still not gonna find out because i don't care (laughs) like i've seen show bits and, and that was a really great like uh political discussion or divulgent on oh yeah what's the uh what's the tagline for this show oh um like i trust in your smile i don't care whether or not you have a soul yeah (laughs) yeah i trust in your i missed that part of the beginning that's what was at the beginning something like that i um and so you know this is gonna be like a romance Mm-hmm. and it's 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 if anime or if, if her was an anime and not her <laughs> i hate for this yeah. to be the reason i drop every show that i watch but it's like chobits did this better and uh, uh, uh plastic memories did this better and freaking oh, full metal panic did this better plastic memories plastic My memories heart. i know <laughs> i didn't call it memories because i respected it but just that once i mean i still respect it it was a great show but oh yeah, dude! Uh, like, plastic I memories burned into my head the image of her jumping off like a three-story building into a dumpster, and that's that's like the only thing that I remember that, about the show, except the sad thing that happens in the show. But anyway, I'm 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 just not into this at all. I I oh, thought no. that someone here might be into it, but it doesn't Me. appear to be that way. Me, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> was, so yeah, like it's like oh, it's like I, Twin Tails, except just as bad, maybe better. <laughs> So I, for the reasons I was kind of saying at the beginning, I actually kind of enjoyed my time with it. Like I definitely don't continue or don't plan to continue. Um, yeah. But like as as these like one or as these drops go, it was actually like an enjoyable drop. Like it wasn't like another one this week that we haven't talked about yet that I had a hard time getting through. <laughs> um, it was like you know what I'm enjoying my time with this and it's it's interesting even if it's not particularly great. Um, I think they have some good ideas in there and there were some uh it's kind of like i liked some of the futurist stuff that kind of had some interesting ideas about how the society worked and there's some decent world building um just could have been done better probably dean do you have anything to say about beatless will be dropping yeah i will also be dropping definitely not ghost in the shell (laughs) Um, yeah that's what i was thinking of it was like ghost in the shell too because of the people that weren't people, but they had like panels. It on their was skin. very Ghost in the Shell. We had an android on a on a on a table do with yep. surgery. We had androids we breaking out and doing bad shit. We <laughs> had one android who was a little confused. Maybe a good guy, maybe not. This this show is 
This show could otherwise be called Definitely Not Ghost in the Show. Can you can you please like sell me anime like a used car salesman from now on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. We got your androids on um, the table. We got we got <laughs> we got the plot that is just explained. So, you know, you know what you're getting. <clears throat> exactly. Well, Buy the it. The other thing, too, um, I, I did want to say, After the Rain's creepy as fuck, but... Uh, <laughs> so you're not continuing it. Damn it. Well, After the Rain actually is a maybe for me. I know I missed rating that one, but After the Rain was kind of a uh, maybe, maybe not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Give si- a few more. Kind of. <laughs> I'm sitting on, like, yeah. like the bottom border of that maybe not with you, so I, I think... Yeah, I'm right there people. as well. Okay. Beatless, Beatless has an interesting world that I think could interest me, but it's just not good. Yeah, if if the writing in Beatless was competent, like it's got a fine premise. The premise is great. It I just mean, doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. I also, also who all uh, who all stayed after the end credits? I did not. I I think <laughs> I did. <laughs> I think there I is did. so much after the end credits on that show. Okay, maybe really I didn't. I missed it. Uh, remind me what it was again, because I I think I might have seen it, but I'm not remembering at the moment. Like, when I finished I that episode, remember. I was focused so much on screen capping, uh, what was it, meme something? I can't even remember now. Me- the meme frame? <laughs> the meme frame. We're going into the meme frame, boys. <laughs> but, <laughs> but apparently it's like a physical place. Yeah, can we bring... I'm sorry to detract from that. I just have to make sure everybody knows that there is there are three mentions of something called Meme Frame Corporation. And uh, and they don't bring it up because it's some random corporation, but they just wanted to rip off Final Fantasy for a little while, and also I Metal love, Gear. I love the meme frame. That's how I feel every time I go onto Reddit. But the uh, <laughs> the what w- what the meme frame reminded me of was just the corporation from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, that or uh, from Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner, iRobot, any of these things. Yeah, like like I said, all the very sort of like tropey elements of cyberpunk robot fiction well and it's not even like for me it's not even like super cool futuristic stuff it's like back to the future kind of stuff where it's like yeah life is basically not different at all except our cars fly and you put your grocery bags into this box that gets lowered into the floor while we scan your items like a less efficient amazon go yeah yeah no that's (laughs) that was exactly my thought i was like someone had a, a good idea for like the future of shopping centers like there's no employees in there whatever um but like they didn't quite do their research like they should have amazon go this a little bit more so so yeah also what do i do if i've got a cart full of 50 pound bags of dog food how am i gonna solve this (laughs) i think also i liked the uh the air-conditioned uh school jacket (laughs) he's like oh i haven't set it to cool all day and i was just like i guess that's a thing that is straight up stolen from back to the future the (laughs) self-drying jacket from back to the future is what that is yeah Uh uh-huh so basically as someone who loves ghost in the shell there were so many missed opportunities in this fucking show it could have been so good yeah i'm not mad that it's a ripoff of a bunch of things i'm a little frustrated that it's a ripoff of a bunch of things like including star wars with the drones like rolling out and (laughs) fucking exactly uh, if you're gonna steal if you're gonna steal from the best do a good job of it i mean even even that felt more that felt more psychopath to me than star wars really it was very yeah. psychopath. The whole I, I show was that. very psychopath. But like, th- the point is that we we're recommending twenty twenty five other shows that are better than this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long we can really talk about a show that is so impressionless that it just makes us 
reminisce about things that we enjoyed watching or remembered <laughs> That's watching. That's exactly right. Because next week, I, we're not going to remember the show even existed. I'm going to bring up Beatless for a joke with Memes Corporation. And then and, and then y'all, y'all are going to be like, what? Because this show sucks. You already can't remember it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, also, it's leaving my brain as fast as possible. I think the other thing, too, is that, like, I don't feel like I need to watch this because I know exactly where it's going. You oh, know? yeah, like, you absolutely. Get that sense. Oh, yeah. E- even if it's going to surprise you at some point, it's not. Like, it, the, the robot's going to learn what it means to be human, and the human's going to learn what it means to be human. And, like, like, you know. Damn, that's she, never maybe... happened in movies or, or anime or television. Yeah, I've, I've never seen this show before. <laughs> <laughs> the, the It really, I mean, you mentioned Psychopaths. Psychopaths borrowed a lot from ghost in the shell but it was a good show yeah yeah that- you know what i mean like it it borrowed a lot from ghost in the shell but it was good this borrows a lot from ghost in the shell but it's not good mm-hmm. like i'm okay with with a show basically ripping off another show that is older like i mean jojo's bizarre adventure is like a meme of like 10 or 15 different really fantastic action anime meme and- in the other sense yeah yeah not not like we have to destroy the meme corporation i'm just gonna <laughs> Call it meme corp. But, um, <laughs> Call it yeah. meme core. Meme core. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I just I don't know. Watch freaking Planetarian or something. Like do something better with your life instead of watch Beatless. Like I'm dropping this shit so hard. Yeah, I think I think we're all dropping this. Yeah, Did dropping. we already give our ratings? I thought we had. I think and, 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 then yes. Dean, and then and then Dean reentered our lives. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next one I want to talk about is Dame Prince Anime Caravan. Um, oh boy. So is this is this a visual novel? Because I got some serious visual novel vibes from this no. one. No. No, I don't think I, so. I got those vibes as well, though. It it's, looked like I, it I could be. I got those vibes as well. It looked like I could be playing this show on my computer and reading. Oh, um, it is a visual novel. I'm 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 wrong. So yeah. Yeah, that would have been my my guess. Um, I, I just thought I read somewhere that it was a manga at first. No, I mean the maybe it also has a manga adaption. Like that wouldn't surprise yeah, the, the me. The VN got adapted to a manga. Got adapted to an anime. It is a visual novel that was released uh, in 2016 on android and ios oh awesome yeah rip so i can (laughs) wow no fuck that noise dude that's where the good anime that's where the good visual novels are man fucking android hell yeah yeah so this is (laughs) my first this uh dame prince is an otome it's a female lead character surrounded by a bunch of attractive dudes um who each have their their quirk uh and that's the show mc is is a princess and the plot of the first episode revolves around her going to a foreign country to uh sign a peace treaty with another country that was going to go to war with them maybe and then decided not to some really weird shit happening there good thing the not so subtly named the not so subtly named like militonia or something like that yeah Yeah, which is the military country i think it was militaria uh no it was militonia Militonia? I'm pretty yeah. sure. I, that's probably that that's right. gotta be the worst. That's the worst military dictatorship I've ever seen. Yeah, this is this country's super easy to convince not to kill people. <laughs> Come on, guys. You also, you have the, the like not at all thinly veiled like prime minister who's just controlling the government from the shadows. Uh, uh, that's that's in the, the other yeah, of the other country. The other country, yeah, the the one that's all about yeah. religion. 
Yeah, no, that, that's what I meant was <laughs> yeah. the other one. Yeah, so I Just... almost didn't watch this show. I got five and a half minutes in last night and gave up. And then this <laughs> Dude, morning, like... this morning, Jake was like, you should, it's not bad. So I finished it and actually was kind of glad I did. Like it had some, some funny moments in it. Some of the cutaway humor really landed for me. Yeah. But the, in the first five minutes of this show, she's reading a scroll and calls it a newspaper. So fuck it. Oh, well, thanks, localization. <laughs> but honestly, I thought Fucking it was, four I thought... kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is a delicious hamburger. Holds up a rice ball. Um, no, I, I thought this was, I thought this was fine. It reminded me a yeah. lot of Italia, um, because Italia had that same, um, lighthearted yet c- cute guy kind of humor to it. I don't know, it was weird to say that, because that's not my thing, but it's, like, it's good, it's charming. You're telling it me you're not into cute guys? I'm not into cute guys, I'm into Italia though. Because, like... <laughs> I don't know. It's just it was enjoyable. It was pleasant. You know, the characters were fine. It was obviously not a very serious show. Um, the heroine was adorable. I I love her character design. It's something straight out of a an RPG I would play. And the writing was was okay. The show the show's light. The show's breezy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was... I'll say to, to its credit, because like it's basically like a reverse harem sort of you know dating sim sort of thing. Um, and I was glad that they like made all the guys like they they might look dreamy for a second and then immediately they hit you with like the, oh my god this guy's an idiot they're all like um, like it's like the, an episode of house they're just all terrible <laughs> people and they're trying to fuck over each other just because they don't know what yeah and so like i actually i enjoyed mc because she was like the one like sane character and yeah. was like oh yeah like not, like very clearly like not falling head over heels for any of these people she's like wow these guys are weird yeah. i um, had that exact same thought this is the only competent character <laughs> She's just not like, interested in any of those This is the only competent guys. person here. She's totally surrounded by incompetence. She she's only not interested because she's fucking her brother. Because how do you have four people in a country? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, the cutaway gag to their you know? castle was like, really funny. Oh yeah, yeah. He's my knight. He's my knight. <laughs> That's not just yeah. what I call him, so that I don't get arrested. <laughs> I don't know if it's a uh, I don't know if it's an audience issue with me, but Narek's Narek's whole entry to the show was really really nerve grinding for who's, me. Who who's Narek? Uh, the 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 dancing dude with the big fucking oh. boa from the military country. No, I agree. Right, yeah. Same. It was ah uh, man. <laughs> After they got through his intro, like he was fine. He was as fine as any of the other characters, but the intro, for whatever reason, was... Ah, yeah, but right before that, see, they they it's an interesting thing that they do because they gain goodwill and then lose it completely. Like the mm. the cutaway gag to their castle when they're talking about, oh, our castle's not as fancy as this, and it cuts away to like just a house in the country. Yeah, like that was that was a really funny gag, and then they immediately, almost immediately, follow it up with Narek's entrance, and so it was a weird roller coaster ride of me kind of liking it and then immediately hating every minute of my life. Yeah, yeah. There, there were like a couple of moments that like kept it kind of redeemable, but like this is the show I was talking about earlier, where like I just had a hard time getting through it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it, it just from the opening, I could tell what sort of show this was, and there was 
so little to like keep me interested. I just I, I had to power through it because I wanted mm-hmm. to just drop it after like a minute. I mean, um, no, after this was like a twenty-five minute episode, and like all that they did was not sign a treaty. That is the no, only they did thing sign that it. Happened. They, they signed yeah, it. They yeah. didn't, and then the bureaucrats did, and then they were like, "All right, the episode's over." But we waited twenty-five minutes for that to happen. Well, we waited about twenty, and then the other five minutes were—I don't even remember—going back home, if, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. And if those are supposed to be shady bureaucrats, they suck at being shady bureaucrats. Yeah. <laughs> they were they supposed like to be shady? I didn't think they were supposed to be shady. I thought they were just supposed to yeah. be bureaucrats. Yeah, I got that. I got a shady vibe from them, but it could have just been me. I don't like bureaucrats. So I think both their country <laughs> and the um, the religious country, like they're very strong um, indications of um, the the government's being controlled by not the figureheads. Um, the bureaucrats are the ones making everything happen in Melatonia. The prime minister is the one making everything happen in the religious country. Um, And I think that's kind of the, like the actual setting of this show is these, all of these characters that don't actually have a job to do are just like sitting around and dicking around. And I think mm -hmm. that's why I was really like more or less bored by it because just nothing happened because these characters have nothing to do. Like everyone else handles the, the signing of the treaty and then um main characters parents are the ones that tell them to do everything for their own like obviously uh, agendaed plans so it, there's not a lot to do with it so yeah, yeah i guess I, and that's sort of the thing i think that where i was maybe disappointed is because there's this sort of undertone of statecraft right that like you can see there like these things these machinations happening behind the scenes and like you're just kind of um like party to it in a way uh i actually think it'd be more interesting if like there were like these characters like actually active politically and um mc is having to now kind of grapple with this like world of politics and courts and stuff that she's not used to um and like do meaningful stuff in that capacity if that makes sense yeah um like the decision she makes could actually affect like how um like the fate of nations and that maybe there's a little bit of implication that could happen later but really just seems like she's kind of a a, just as much a tool for her parents and they're like you know the good guys and so it's not a big deal but she's a tool for her parents just like everyone else is a tool for their country the reason that's exactly right and and Mm -hmm. her her the the thing that 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 struck me about this a little bit i'm I'm very glad you brought that up because the very end of the show her parents are acting like okay now great job with that one now we need you to go be a spy yeah just go be a spy and it's it didn't make any sense (laughs) but the the thing that that was interesting about the show i'm I'm glad you mentioned statecraft and stuff because the the vibe that i got from this was that the big religious country is short the the relationship between the big religious country and this very small very uh i mean militarily very weak obviously economically very weak country is sort of the relationship between like america and israel except that israel has a competent military and a massive industrial force that it doesn't actually need and israeli uh uh bureaucrats have said this before they don't actually need america's support but they're glad to have it yeah the there's um i got that vibe from it but in in real life as far as statecraft and things like that are concerned this small country would be railroaded yeah there's no reason in the world for this nation to have the influence that it does unless there's some other shady shit going on behind the background but i don't think this show is that deep i'm I'm still saying that uh main character ani's mom is sucking that good dick (laughs) i'm just maintaining that is what surprise me like there's this it's not 
even like a like a like an underground ring of no no it's just like they come over every couple weekends and then like they don't um, pillage and murder well, their entire country mc even said like her father got injured and then her mom worked things out somehow yeah <laughs> yeah and well we find out too that the injury was because he was the one who uppercutted the uh the bridge that allowed them to sign the peace treaty yeah no, um, like cause... what i'm sorry what <laughs> yeah like no wait a minute wait a minute wait the a uppercut minute. might have been an embellishment of course but like... the uppercut was a kick <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah that too also like... <laughs> no, no he said this like, very he called the it like a specific joke he, he jumped like, up in the air, uppercutted, and then when he fell, he landed on his leg weird, and that's how he got injured. I thought it was like this tornado rolling uppercut, which are usually indicated by like grandiose flips and turns, because that's what like whenever we watch high school anime, there will be the that guy friend character that's like, oh yeah, wrestling move, and and then he does something likely stupid. I'm assuming that <laughs> that guy did something really stupid. Helicopter bitch. Yeah, he's just doing <laughs> doing some shoryukens, but. I, I I wanted to like this show because I like Natalia. I, I wanted to like this show, but all of the characters in Natalia have roles and identities, and they do things in in the story, like because they represent countries, and it's discussing a war. Like there's a lot of meat to that story that they go over um, in a really clever way. And so, Natalia's the yeah the Natalia's the one where they have like personified yeah. countries. Yeah, where it's like which like I, I think it's just a cool idea in general. Like yeah. just that that premise fascinates me. So yeah, and so. I, I mean, I got the same vibes from this. All of these people represent the the country that they're uh, quote unquote responsible for, but they don't actually like manage the country, which would be the interesting part for me. Mm-hmm. So, or or even if like those undertones that I was mentioning of like you can sort of see the things happening in the background. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't just hinted at, we actually got something meaty in that regard. Um, and maybe that happens later, and we just didn't get a lot of it in this episode. This episode just kind of like meet the characters, and it's like I kind of feel like we could just dispense with like the crappy dumb guy romance thing and just like have an interesting show about um like statecraft that happens to involve maybe a romance here and there yeah yeah Uh, it would be be tonally a completely different show though it would be a show this show is is very light it's very breezy it's got jokes it's it's very it's sort of that way and and if you made it a more serious show about statecraft it would be a more serious show about statecraft yeah so i I guess that's 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 my issue with it i suppose (laughs) yeah i'm with you i'm with you yeah i mean it's just not for me look if you need a light breezy palate cleanser i would honestly this is one of those shows that could be used for that except for a better light breezy palate cleanser is our love is like a cocktail show from last season so (laughs) it's it's like there's there's other things that do everything this could possibly do better if you just really want like a cute guy's harem anime this is probably a reasonable entry i mean i don't know that's not really my genre of expertise but like i didn't hate it <laughs> i think i think if you're into that kind of a show you should watch um or on high school host club instead like the funimation dub on repeat high forever host club yeah just watch every episode all the time no 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 like the dub of that was actually better than this show was and, and their dub was not that great but like cute guys are there and they actually have substance and they actually do things and then the episode ends and it's nice this is not this does nothing at all the entire episode for me and so i'm dropping it yeah this is a pretty hard drop for me aside from those few things that i kind of gave a nod to earlier um like i said i had a hard time even getting through it um it just wasn't for me so i i i kind of i agree i i i 
I'm less of a hard drop because I do appreciate a nice, light, breezy show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the, the there's just so little substance here that my literally my last note on this show is I care nothing about any of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm also a drop. Uh, it was light. It was... After I got through the first, like, five and a half minutes, um, it was easy to watch. I didn't hate it. Just not for me. And that brings us to our last show. Citrus. Uh, by the way, Ryan, you're um, your robot right now. Oh, boy. Uh, we'll let you get to the segment because <laughs> we don't interrupt, but... Uh, does someone want to introduce Citrus? <laughs> yes. Um, so now we have Citrus. Dean, do you want to tell us what Citrus is? I would be glad to. <laughs> Citrus. This is okay, why I don't run actually, because I'm just a dipshit. I would. <laughs> the citrus was uh, I, on the last episode. We were looking at some of the shows that were going to be coming up this season, and citrus was one that I read the description of, and it involved an older sibling and a little sister becoming romantic with one another. And I immediately thought right. that this was going to be a lolly show that I was going to hate the shit out of. And I was not right. This is <laughs> this is not a lolly show at all. So that's that was my when I realized that I became way more open to the show. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a show about a girl who has to transfer her mother. Uh, okay, let me start over. This is a show about a girl whose mother is uh, in a relationship with a guy, so she has to move. And she, uh, the mother and the daughter, move, and she has to transfer schools. Well, at the school, she meets this hard ass sort of uh mm. the 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 class president and she uh they don't get along because this girl's uh honestly she's she's a gal like mm. from my first boyfriend girlfriend is a gal um yeah she's a gal and that's not yeah even yeah. the description uh, described her as a gyaru yeah and that's and and that's not something that's accepted at this school. This school is very conservative. So they end up not getting along. She gets home and then realizes that, oh my God, this dude that my mom's with, that, that, class president is uh his daughter so we're sisters now but oops oh shit i want to fuck her so (laughs) (laughs) there's like i don't that's basically the arc of the show and i'm not gonna lie i watched the first episode and then i watched the rest of it so damn if that tells you kind of where i am on it and it's because for me, this show is incredibly unique, and it's unique in that this is a show that touches on step-sibling sexual attraction in teenage years, which does happen. Um, it's not like a super common thing, but it absolutely does happen, and then it also is uh, not actually a terrible romance story. It's mm. it's It's... I ended up, once I realized this was not a lolly show, I gave this show as much rope as it wanted to take, and I ended up being okay with it. I I liked everything about this show, except those fucking school politics made me so mad, and that's not a fault of the show, kind, kind of, I guess. See, as a as a person who likes slice of life, I thought that might have interested you. I mean, the thing that made me mad about it is the like we have to raise these proper young ladies because what that means in Japan is a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, and like, yeah, I said conservative. What I meant was misogynist. Like the whole culture is very like down on women. So conservative. Uh, the the whole culture of the school. Yeah. yeah. Just like, ladies behave this way, ladies dress this way. Um, 
Yeah, that. <laughs> I spent a solid like ten <laughs> minutes just fuming, just being aggravated. I am aware. <laughs> I, I I wasn't bugged by it too much. I've also been to like a preppy private school, so maybe I'm just jaded because I have been through that. But it's not exactly the same, of course. I I just think I just kind of accepted it as like that's how that school is, and okay. Um, but I I, I don't know. It's probably just a personal thing. I, no, I like that 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 subset of society certainly exists. Like yeah, that's Catholic that's the, schools are that way. No, that's why I said it's not a fault of the show. Like they did a, a fine job representing that. It's the idea of that kind of culture that makes me angry. Like, the setting is, is well-developed, you just don't like the setting. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, just, despite that, I am absolutely on board for everything this show wants to do. <laughs> Gay girls, I, anime I... boys, we in it. We in it, we do it. Like, let's <laughs> go. This, is, this, is, this has got all the fetishes. It's got, uh, you know, it's got Yuri, it's got step-sibling, it's got your little sister. Uh, Yaru. <laughs> Um, exactly it, it's that the step bitch. sibling thing is the step sibling thing is a very interesting wrinkle here because the there's sort of a in in fiction step sibling erotica is considered to be like safe incest like it's 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 an incest uh, that you're not really gonna get too many people getting on your ass for writing and it's it's strange of course it is fiction it doesn't translate to real life again this is not super common it does happen periodically which is why it's a fantasy mm-hmm. but it's 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 one of those that's I think the step-sibling wrinkle is a really good wrinkle to have here, because if this was a show about blood relatives, it would just be gross. And yeah. because it's about step-siblings, it's kind of hot and a little <laughs> gross. <laughs> well, it, it's also interesting to me, too, because, like, MC seems to be a little bit confused by her sexuality right now. Like, she's getting, like, she's she seems into this character, but she's also like, wow, this is weird. Like, I thought I was into guys or whatever. Um, and so it's actually interesting to me, too, that she felt this attraction before they found out they were step-siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, like, even if that wasn't the case, there could still be this story that might have played out. And this is just one more complication in that. I'm I mean, so glad exactly you brought right. that it was up. Very smart. I'm I'm glad you brought that smart. up because that that characterization of her was incredible. Um, just like you know, she's putting on this show of like having done stuff with guys around her friends, but then you know later she's like, I I don't give a damn. I've never been in love. I don't understand what all these people are going on about. But like, there's this societal mm-hmm. pressure to have her first kiss, and she has this kind of vague romantic idea of what that means or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. A romance which instantly manga, gets basically. subverted by the show, which is I think a really cool thing too. Like they instantly subverted her romantic ideal immediately. Yep. Like it it was. It, it was really, really good. And it was interesting, too, because, like, and this might be uh, jumping ahead a little bit in a sense, but um, the the first kiss that does happen near the end of that episode um, was interesting in a couple of senses. One, it came across as very aggressive um, and, like, kind of dark in that sense. Like, um, it was, to use a term that probably is actually accurate, like, a little bit rapey. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. And it was also interesting to me, too, that I think there's there's 
they're hinted very strongly at something like dark happening in this other MC. I forget her name, but dark haired girl that she's interested in. Um, the stepsister who like May. Yeah. Like she, she catches them kissing like uh, she and her teacher kissing behind the school or whatever. And I got the vibe that that was actually something um, that she may, might not have been consenting to entirely. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. That's definitely uh, was, what, I, it what was, I got. Yeah. It was, it was definitely uh, th- just to kind of contextualize that in later episodes i was looking at some of the crunchyroll con- comments and there was one person who exaggerating of course because this isn't accurate but mm-hmm. it felt it's one of those things that's not accurate but it's kind of funny it's um somebody commented can this girl share a scene with any character without getting sexually assaulted <laughs> like mm. <laughs> there's yeah. like it's it, it happens a couple of times and it's um with, with a couple of different characters throughout the show and again it's not like a focal point it's not like a like the show makes it a big deal and it happens every time she shares a scene with somebody but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that this this person definitely is the victim of some sexual aggression um throughout throughout this story yeah well, and so like clearly she's like this sort of damaged character and her um like sense of like you know she her sense of romance is like totally been broken by this uh and so like you know this kind of this mashup of these two characters of one who has this like idealized vague sense of what romance is and this other one who doesn't believe it's real probably because she's been abused um and kind of like throwing those together it's actually a really interesting um like conflict generator like it, it's it could take some the story in some pretty interesting directions it does <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious like as soon as the first episode was over i was like i should really not watch the rest of what's available but i'm gonna <laughs> like it was mm. it, it, it was it was really it hooked me in a way that I didn't expect to be hooked by it. And it's not because it's les- a lesbian fantasy anime. It's, it's, because it's not a hentai. It's not porn. Damn. It's, it is, le- right? it's legitimately, <laughs> it's legit. Well, if you want that, there's a lot of that out there. But like... if, if... <laughs> yeah, like, I actually feel like it's treating the subject matter with some respect. Um, it like, is. It's, it's it not is. Being... It's got a very soft hand on it. It's, yeah, it's, it's really not weird. being 100% serious. Like, there's obviously like some comedy elements and some lightheartedness and all this different stuff. But actually, like, you know, when I, when I heard the premise for the show, I'm like, oh, this is going to be just kind of like fan service. And he's like, actually, no, it's, I feel like it's, like doing some pretty serious storytelling that's interesting i haven't seen any one of the things that kind of tells you that they're dealing with this with sort of a light touch is that there have been and i'm several episodes in there's no ridiculous boob physics in this show thank god and that's well i'm serious like that's the kind of thing i I feel like i feel like i'm repeating myself here but damn (laughs) i know But that's the thing is it kind of tells you that they want to be, they want this story to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. This, this story is not, this is not my girlfriend is a gal. This is, or my first girlfriend was a gal or whatever. This is a, this is a, this is a show that wants this teen romance, which is what it is to be taken very seriously as a as a romance story and they do a very good job with it. Also that hilarious gag of uh MC trying to hide her phone in her boobs and it just falls through cuz she doesn't have boobs. <laughs> it's just lamel. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great bit. Yeah, no, I am I am absolutely on board with this show. Um it does a lot of things really well, including make me angry. Um <laughs> Which any, feel, any feel. good show should be doing. Here's the thing, though, uh, and I think you're going to like this. There's a turn on that later. 
Um, they again, this show sort of this show is all about character is very strong in this show. There's I I don't think there's a weak character in the show that's not like a side character that doesn't really matter. Um, they're they do some stuff with the conservatism and with the opinions of the of like the chairman and stuff like that. They do stuff with that later in the show that they they they're they're always turning those dials. And it's it's a very interesting evolution of the characters as you watch the show. See, I'm I'm not actually like I, I don't really care about this show or like the the stuff that's going on. Um, I am going to continue it, but it's going to be for the Yuri. Um, I'm I'm just not that in- interested really. I, I don't know. I wasn't super hooked by it. I I've also seen a lot of romance recently, so I may be a little spoiled for it. But, I I wasn't yeah, hooked. It's, it's a... I wasn't hooked on it from the first episode, like the way Dina's talking about but hearing you talk about it uh i i'm super invested now both you know for the eerie and for the strong characterization and the way <laughs> right. way it explores its yeah. subject matter yeah and and it's 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 really more about and and even the yuri aspect of it it's more about the awkwardness mm-hmm. it's less about like again this is not hentai this mm-hmm. is this is a teen romance yeah and it's not it's not indulgent it's not like i said fan servicey Exactly, and it, it does have that that stepsister wrinkle that makes it a little fetishy and stuff like that. But it's 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 not about that. Like it, it that's a part of it, but I feel like that's a part of it just to be fetishy. Like it, it it's not. I well, it doesn't really. Matter. I didn't notice it at the time, but now thinking about it, even that kiss at the end of the first episode wasn't super sexy. Like, MC is no, struggling no. and fighting yeah. through the whole thing and, like, it was... What I, there's not a... There is not a sexy kiss in this show for a long time. But uh, what I got from that is that they were... Or she was... Uh, May was drawing the parallel because um, she noticed that What's-Her-Face saw her kissing uh, teacher guy and she was like, so what's it like? You know, because she was harassing her about it in the bedroom so what's it like having a kiss i didn't think that blah 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 so she's just like yeah this is what it was like bitch like yeah frustratingly frustratingly like yes i got raped thank you for being an asshole about it here's what it's like enjoy um yeah and so like that's this was why this yeah here's what it's like to be sexually assaulted bitch like exactly fucking talking about it and that's that's actually i got exactly that feeling from it that's not the feeling I got. I, I guess I kind of read this show differently, but it doesn't really I actually, I actually matter. And we're running low scene. on time, so well, okay. it was. It, it's 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 a show that in it 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 stays interesting. I can say that having watched a few, it stays interesting. Um, it is a romance show. It's a romance anime. So there are some, you know, through the first few episodes, they're not really in sync. Um, it's, you know, that kind of thing. But this show is definitely one that is, it's not about girls fucking. It's about these girls weirdly sort of in a strange way falling in love in, in the weirdest sort of sense. Yeah. That's actually really fascinating to me. I, I, I definitely agree. I've only seen the first episode, but I totally got that impression. Like, yeah, that it, you, yeah. you would you would only kiss someone like that out of like to to do what she was trying to show as an example. If you're sexually frustrated towards that other person in the first place, yeah, I would think. Yeah, I, I definitely. I, mean, I, don't, I don't kiss a lot of people, but when I when I when I rape people, it's usually <laughs> because I like them. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh my god. <laughs> Let me, let me just leave the call real quick. <laughs> oh, so, uh, oh, Jesus, no, I, have, I have never engaged in any 
any non-consensual acts I'm going to bring this forward uh, but when I do <laughs> oh my god no that's not actually that's actually not a bad reading of it there's obviously sexual frustration in these characters it's yeah. and it's it really is teen romance it's very accurate to like teenage I just wanna fuck you know what I mean like, no the, I don't there's know what a, you're there's <laughs> I've never been through that experience before. <laughs> it's it's a weird they they really do play the 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 whole teenage romance thing very well in all of its aspects. It's not like a uh it's it's not fucking twilight. It's 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 real sort of teenage romance where there's 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 obviously the that hormonal I just want to fuck type of thing going on, but then there's also a very emotional sort of connection that happens or that that's that's being built that wants to happen. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh it, it's a it's a really good show. I I, I would encourage people not to be I, I was immediately turned off by the thought that it could be Lolly, and when I realized it wasn't, I was able to enjoy it. And it I really even think you can enjoy it enjoyable. even if you're not into the whole Yuri thing, which like why would you not do that? But <laughs> well, because like yeah. even, for even me, if for you're example, not, like, I think it's I think it's a really good like high school love story. Like it was handled exactly. really well because they all act like high schoolers, but they're not little shits somehow. Like for me, I was actually like indifferent to the Yuri thing, and like that wasn't a selling point for me at all. And yeah. so, um, like I, I came into the show expecting not to like it, and then I was actually surprised. I was expecting to drop, and now it's i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm entirely sold but like after watching that first episode i'd definitely give it a few more to see where it goes and see if it keeps me in yeah i definitely recommend doing that it's 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 really uh, on the yuri thing i feel like the show put me where it wanted me to be very effectively um like you know that sometimes the, the show will do that they'll 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 put things in the show to sort of uh, manipulate your headspace to make you be where they need you to be for the show to work. Yeah. And I think they did it very well for me in this show because it, if, if there was strong sexual imagery, if the Yuri thing was really like the touchstone of the show and stuff, I could have watched that and enjoyed it. It's not. And I didn't care. Like it, it was, it, it was, it, 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 it put me in the right headspace to enjoy the story they want to tell. Mm-hmm. So and in kind of a meta sense, I almost feel like they're, they're making some interesting commentary, not just like the commentary you get in the show, but almost some commentary about um, how we as viewers of this genre um, approach it. Because like we all came in with different oh, expectations yeah. of what it was going to be when we heard the premise. And then they're kind of turning that on its head. Well, a really good anime will like guess what the reader is thinking. Um, I had this with Boku no Hero, Reset the Counter Boys. I had this with Boku no Hero <laughs> Academia. Um, like, it has been every- zero days since Jake Lesman. Every Academia. time... I thought I was the counter hasn't moved. (laughs) It never moves, dude. It's just it's just a painted one on the wall. (laughs) Every time I was watching Boku no Hero Academia, and I would think, oh, I didn't like that so much. Within five minutes or so, it seemed as if the writers anticipated me thinking, like, oh, I hope it doesn't do this, or Mm. these are my guesses and expectations for the show, or this is this is where I'm at after seeing what you just showed me, and they're able to know what you're thinking 
thinking and be able to write moving from that period and not just from like a, a story point of view just moving on and i, I feel like this show they know really they it did that's that's perfect they they know when they did something you're not gonna like and they also know that it's okay it's okay we'll deal with it like it's mm. and you can kind of trust the show to do that mm. that's yeah the i don't want to i don't want to talk the show up too much there are certain things in the show moving forward that it, you watch it and you're just like come the fuck on like it there's there are a couple of things narratively that like any other like a lot of other shows it could have just been solved by a conversation you know what yeah, i mean yeah. mm. but but accepting that as part of not just anime but any media really kind of has that in it um there if you cannot be too annoyed by those things and just sort of be with it on the journey there's there's a lot to be enjoyed here yeah i want to i want to wrap this up cuz i i have one final thing i want to talk about before we close uh so dean and jake are both continues uh no i'm, I'm gonna give it three more oh okay. you're a maybe okay yeah, yeah um i'm just not i'm just not super into it so far i'm a i'm a continue now after hearing dean's pitch but i was a maybe before so to be fair i'll keep my my maybe score yeah, I, I would encourage listeners to to not be turned off by the pseudo fetish aspect of the sepsister thing. That's just I feel like that's just a pseudo fetish thing that was thrown in because you gotta get you gotta get that audience to watch it somehow. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's why I was interested in it. <laughs> Arguably, it's also the way they're able to sort of um, force proximity between the characters because otherwise, oh yeah, it's a I great would've... device for that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interesting drama that happens just because they they live together. Yeah, Chris, uh, obviously maybe on this one, um, and like that's that again. I that was unexpected. I was expecting a drop, and so I'm definitely going to give it a few more. See what happens. Cool. Our first episode of the podcast, and we have a five and a bunch of zeros. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. This is... Before talking about it with you guys, this was a soft continue for me. And now seeing it through the lens of the way you guys experienced it, it actually hardened that. It's actually a more hard continue now than it was. (laughs) (laughs) I knew knew Citrus would get you. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) It it was a show that, especially in the first episode, you've got a weird boner. Yeah. Um, But it's. I shared that boner. <laughs> I did I'm not, glad we could share boners. <laughs> well, all right, guys, because I can't, I can't fucking let this die. Uh, here's an idea: Love and Lies is a prequel to Psychopaths. Huh. Uh, that is an idea. I'm listening. I've actually I never love, seen Psychopaths, I, so I'll, I'll let you guys deliberate. Oh, watch it! Watch it as soon as you can, yeah. man. As soon as you get some time, <laughs> it's it's that. very good. It's cool. very good. if you're like me, you'll have to power for the first through the first uh, few episodes. It takes a little bit, at least for me, to um, to get invested in that show. But then once you do, it's mm-hmm. super. See, but you're good. also not you're also not drawn in by gore. I'm I'm yeah. I'm drawn in by was... by ridiculous violence, and so I was already in. By the time you were like, okay, I found the show now. I was already in the show because it's so violent at the beginning. Yeah, this is. I agree with Dean. That is the same reason I was hooked onto it. I was like, oh, it's like Attack on Titan, but it's like good. So the the premise of well, not the premise, the setting of Psychopaths, as it's relevant to the point I want to make, is that all of society is um, determined by this 
supercomputer that's controlled by the government. So the supercomputer, you know, watches you throughout life and then says, you would be best at this job, and you do that job. And the supercomputer, you know, determines where you go to school and, like, what you're apt to... Uh, I, it controls society. <clears throat> yep. And so, I, yeah, much, much like, much like will happen in the next fifty years or so. Yeah, Just probably. Like sort of. <laughs> um, so we're talking uh, GW and um, sorry, MGS4. And and it's <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm with you it's played in kind of a, a dystopian way in the show, kind of. But for most people, it's like. Fine, I guess they don't care, or it's just life. Yeah, it's, it's just, just life. life like they got used to it, and so I was thinking about like, what is the logical conclusion of love and lies? Like people like this system, like you mean you mean the technology used? Yeah, the technology lies. used not in love and lies. The, the red not the story that love and lies. Yeah, tests. the red strings like, of yeah. science. Like they have this system which. And I was trying to think, like, how would this system even work? Because thinking about it, the red strings of science system is completely impossible uh, currently. Um, but, like... There's certain it, psychological factors you can do. I, I bet if you did enough science, just enough studying, you could figure out what personality types uh, and and what sort of... What actually does fit together in a way that's going to cause a romantic split? Well, I, yeah, I, I can't remember if I discussed this or not, but like there, there are two prerequisites. Uh, w- there's a prerequisite um, for that to work, though, and that's like knowing what personality types people are. And so there are a couple ways you could go about that. Uh, there's like surveillance state, which is the more likely, um, and the one I'm going to assume happens because the alternative that I thought of is like you give everyone a quiz and hope they don't lie about it or whatever and try to like find out from and people don't necessarily understand exactly their own personalities or and mindfulness yeah. some i don't know zen buddhism that's that's one of the reasons the myers-briggs isn't super uh it's the the idea behind the myers-briggs is interesting but the bias that's inherent in the test taking process kind of breaks it well not uh, yeah not even so that. like to to kind of go on the uh, uh take a quiz thing like everyone's general like personality profile actually changes every like half half a half a decade um it, it kind of varies depending on how old you are and what's happened in your life but like if you take a myers-briggs next year it'll probably be different um, if you, so it's impossible well, to like tell that stuff i mean just go take one of those dumb like which harry potter house are you quizzes and i guarantee you'll end up in the house you want to be in like because you'll just answer the questions to be in that house. Uh, that's the. Uh, that's I didn't exactly want to be a Hufflepuff, right. and yet here I am. So, so in order for no one wants to be a Hufflepuff, you end up a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> in order for the red strings of science to work, they basically have to have a surveillance state and be collecting huge amounts of data on all the people. And so they get this system in place, and based on the way the anime goes, like we're just gonna assume that this shit continues forever because so many people are pro-system 
Once you can determine the romantic relationship, it's not very hard to determine like emotional volatility or like, or what it, jobs it, someone would be suited to. Exactly, or... exactly. Aptitudes. Oh, well, I mean like that's that. what the Myers Briggs is for. It's a personality <laughs> to test, test to see if you can work in that workplace full of other people with different personalities. Like I definitely can see that comic first. Like I've I've worked several jobs where they required a Myers Briggs because it was like person facing and it was like a close knit group of people and they're like if you're just a garish brash asshole of which i was they said uh just don't don't even bother but they, they would not hire you because of your personality test an interesting uh, and scary thought and exactly bullshit, and it's also but, yeah. something that you also can manipulate also it's it's also easily manipulated you know what answers are going to sort of lead where even yeah. if it's like a even if it's a really good myers-briggs where where you don't really see the relevance of everything there you know sort of a loose way that this could go well in a good myers-briggs test we'll ask like similar questions four or five different times in like a 200 question survey to remove that sort of bias so that you could just answer how you feel and then for one question that's worded a little bit differently you'd think oh i understand and then mark something else but they they can see it reflect and then they'll notate it accordingly like they're trying but can't ever determine someone's personality ever i I think yeah and and self-reported data is never really that useful yeah it's it's you can use it because oftentimes it's all you've got but you always have to that's why you always have to disclaim that it's self-reported yeah i can use crisco instead of butter when i'm making pancakes because it's all i've got but it doesn't (laughs) mean that it's fucking butter (laughs) that's exactly right. so i feel like technologically things in the love and lies universe are in place to progress to the psychopath universe like that's once you have that base there it's a pretty small step uh socially i think that's also the case like we see in love and lies people ostracized for not using the system or whatever and that eventually would lead to like you know we should force everyone to use the system regulate it because of this or whatever so many people are using it it's a danger for other people that aren't yeah and then like when you could even when you fall outside the system now you're a threat to society you know if the system can't place you for whatever reason like you you know you're a threat you could even take this in a Bush did 9-11 jet fuel can't melt steel beams direction too. Like if you say, all right, let's assume that that's true. Let's assume that Love and Lies is a prequel to, um, to Psychopaths. What happened to make Love and Lies happen? If, if this was the plan, if the plan was to get the public on board with their life being run by a government sanctioned AI, if that was the plan all along, it would not be hard for a government to... Um, uh, effectively create a population problem. It, it wouldn't. Well, I be, mean, the population easily... problem already exists. Like that is a thing that exists in the current world. So that was just handed to them for free. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It didn't have to be. And that's the thing. Is like it could go. There's a lot of ways that could go. So you uh, essentially love and lies being a prequel to that. There's a lot of different directions that you can get from point A to point B, and they all yeah. Make so sense. look, we've got we've got so, this problem, you know. Our our population is in decline, and it has been. So we have this solution. You just let the government hook you up with someone, and then you have someone and convenience, and you can fuck and have babies. Great. Look how well this system is working. You know, you should uh, you should reward people who use the system and ostracize people who don't. And, and yeah, no, it just like, it feeds into itself. 
Yeah, and, and you have the news media on there, and I believe this happened in the show too. You've got the news media that are like, oh, the wonderful red strings of science have, have solved, the population's getting so much better and our country is saved by this technology. It's, as soon as you convince the population of that, it wouldn't be hard to t go to that population and say, hey, we found out how to apply that same technology to your job search. So how about you let us uh, suggest what job you should take? And then in another generation, you say, okay, now we're going to tell you what job to take. And then in another generation, you say, and now we're going to determine if you have criminality. And now we're going, and then another generation, you say, now if you if you seem to have criminality, you're immediately going guilty. Um, it, it turns into the world of psychopaths very quickly in, in literally just a couple of generations. You could straight up have that world. Totally. And that's the interesting thing too about psychopaths that I actually don't think we've mentioned yet is that the Sybil system um, determines if you have any emotional volati volatility that can lead to criminality. And then the Sybil system saying this person's emotionally volatile, they have a chance of committing a violent act, that is immediate justification for killing that person. Uh, not killing and every case no well yeah they do try to stun and things like that but if that doesn't yeah it's work, only if your emotional volatility like passes a, a certain threshold that you can kill there's like the baseline threshold where below that you're a citizen um above that you're a criminal and then there's the second threshold where above that you know kill on site but it basically exactly. means yeah. like, oh, do you have an anxiety disorder or depression? Because you're going to go to jail in 10 years. Have fun. Yeah, well, that's the that's the horror of the world of psychopaths yeah. is that it makes normal, instead of treating normal uh, um, emotional issues with therapy, they treat it with jail time. And <laughs> so, like, that's the that's the kind of, that's the horror of that world. Uh, Ryan, did you read this somewhere or did you think I thought this? of this. It was just a thought I had. That's really 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 smart because this is the kind of thing <laughs> this is seriously the kind of thing that could be in a subreddit like it, it's welcome to anime theory <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> today today we're really gonna boil down how ness got into love and lies <laughs> but, 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 oh, this is just a file so much. an I, Annie uh, file <laughs> that's just a file what, oh, what? <laughs> an Annie file an Annie file hey. <laughs> uh, but, I love Matt Pat quit shitting oh, on him yeah, oh, all due respect I, I, I will shit on Matt him as Pat. much as I want Matt Pat is absolute <laughs> garbage. I can't remember who I was. Oh, I was just uh, in Discord with some friends. I was talking. Uh, Mother's Basement recently did like a kind of a collab with Matt Pat, but not really. It was like two separate videos, but they both talked about SAO and they both shouted out each other in the videos. So I watched the Mother's Basement video and then I went over and watched the Matt Pat video. And oh my God, how is he in business? That is some. Anima, that is some anime, bullshit. Anime is not his. No, no. Anime's I don't. Not his no, 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 no. What what he covered? What he covered was interesting. He talked about how much it would cost to make the game Sword Art Online, and it was super interesting. And it was about five to seven minutes of super interesting information in a twenty-five minute video. Uh, yeah. That yeah, I've noticed that actually the older game theories and stuff are less like that. I um, I mean he I he literally he literally wrote the book on how to game the YouTube algorithm and get more money for, yeah. from ad revenue and yes, you know absolutely. get more views 
get your shit promoted by YouTube. Um, and, and so that's what he's doing, like making worse content to get it in front of more people. He, yeah. Like, and, and some and, of and the ideas you have that people... he has are good. And it, it, at this point, it's probably like a meaty 20% of the content that I see of his that is like interesting or like not a bunch of fucking bullshit. But but you have to wade through so much garbage now to get to it because he's so focused on making money. Like I I I still think some of the some of his Earthbound stuff was really fascinating and really cool because that game is it really was fascinating very interesting. Cool. But like he just he has twenty videos about Five Nights at Freddy's and he just jumps on every possible bandwagon he can for the views. Well that well he started doing that after the Five Nights at Freddy's videos blew up. That's yep. what that's um he was already kind of popular. But then his FNAF videos absolutely blew his channel up, and his user base completely changed at that time. Yeah, and so that's now exactly he, right. Now he writes videos for people that uh, got really into Five Nights at Freddy's theory. I'm not going to name any exactly. names, but twelve uh, year olds who 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 here? <laughs> um, Me, I've watched I've watched all of his FNAF videos, look, man, and actually, what if the purple guy FNAF was videos... Crash Bandicoot all this time? <laughs> His FNAF videos are actually an interesting cross-section of his evolution of it as his channel. Yeah. So, like, if you watch the first FNAF videos, they are just all interesting shit, mm. and, and they're not padded, and it's it's padded. really, <laughs> it's straight-up raw game theory. As the FNAF videos start to develop, as it goes on, they become what the theory channels are now. Like, the FNAF videos are an interesting way to watch the evolution of Matt Pat's channel. I, I will say one of the guys that that collabs with Matt Pat a lot is uh, Austin from I can't remember the channel, but uh, he has some the science videos on the game theory and stuff like that, and he is actually really good. He doesn't pad anything or anything like that. Every now and then he does an episode that does that's not really all that interesting, but his stuff is is really good. And part of it's because he defaults to yelling all the time. Uh, we are just is funny. We are out of time. Um, some of us. Oh, we are. We are straight up. Yeah. Time. So, uh, this has been Annie Files. Thanks for uh, listening. You can find this in podcast form at Alternative Internet Radio, A I R A D dot I O. Uh, you can find it in video form on YouTube. The channel is Xirsi, I X I R S I I. Uh, if you really like this show, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Xirsi. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Xirsi and any files user Xirsi. Uh, Chris, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at K R U E G E R underscore Chris. I'm also the co host of the backward compatible.com podcast where we talk about games and new media with a splash of academia. And I'm the co host of the Doc and Kruger cast, the official podcast of Doc and Kruger Games. Dean? Yes, I am Dino. I uh, I have a show on AIRAD.io as well, on AI Radio. It is Dino Files. It's a political show. Um, I also recently just fired up a new website. Um, it is con- it is contentless at the at like right now. Um, but I'm going to be posting uh, articles and blogs there as a sort of a companion to the my podcast. And also, uh, if I get an itch to write an article about a topic. I'll probably just throw it up right there. Um, that can be found at roguefile.com. So roguefile.com and AI Radio. Jake? 
Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at I'm about to change my Twitter handle because it's really confusing. Um, <laughs> my Twitter at nine underscore C I R N O B Y L and on Annie List at I don't even remember. I haven't checked Annie List in so long. Don't C- follow me on Annie List. C I R N nine nine B Y L C I R N nine B Y L. Sure, but, but again, don't follow me. Don't follow me on Annie List because I have bad taste. Can confirm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You sent me a message this week and described Citrus as my waifu versus your waifu, and I think I think that was correct. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had wow, seen like four minutes of it, bad. and I was like, "Oh, it's just a waifu fight. Sweet." <laughs> like, okay. Fine by so me. stay tuned for the rest of the season to see how the uh, waifu fight progresses. In, well, in indeed, wins, and it's not worst girl, also known as best girl, also known as worst girl. We will be. The, uh, hmm? I will say one interesting thing about that show. There really isn't a best girl. No, you're wrong. It's that's uh, yeah. I agree with. Uh, oh, okay. I think you're wrong. There before, wasn't before there we wasn't... descend into another hour long debate. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ryan can agree to disagree on waifu, but we can both agree that you're wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> there is indeed okay a waifu. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll be back in two weeks to talk about the comedy comedy anime airing this season but that's just a theory an anime theory this show is part of the alternative internet radio podcast network for more great shows like this visit air at airad.io. dot